having me. So here at Greenway, we consider our magic kind of helping people to create healthier spaces, you know, for living, for learning, for working, for playing. And we do that because I know a lot of people, you know, that's one of their goals, but we do that by helping them create or clean up um, EMF pollution in their homes. And a lot of people aren't really familiar what, with what EMF pollution is. And so maybe I'll, I'll just take a couple minutes to explain that. So EMF stands for electromagnetic fields. Sometimes it's also called electromagnetic radiation. And basically it's just a form of energy. And there are all kinds of types of EMF. There's a lot you know, that actually occur naturally in nature. So if you think of sunlight or cosmic rays from space or Earth's magnetic field, there are a lot of natural types of EMF. And um, what's different about those than EMF pollution is that they've been around you know, since the beginning of time. Our bodies are very well adapted to them. Our atmosphere is kind of set up to um, basically filter some of what comes from space so that we're getting the more beneficial of the EMFs and not as much of the less beneficial EMFs. And so there's all kinds of things that, and in fact, are, you know, to a great degree, our life depends on you know, EMF. What we get, the sunlight we get from the sun, light, we couldn't live without it, right? But what's happened is that now we've kind of infused our world with a lot of artificial or man-made electromagnetic fields. And what I remember when I got into this, and I'll, I'll talk about how I got into this in, in a couple minutes, but when I got into this, I was really kind of fascinated and surprised you know, to find out that it's really only been a little bit over you know, 100, 125 years that we've had exposure to these artificial fields. It kind of started when electricity was introduced into homes. And that was, you know, at the starting at, you know, the beginning of or late 1800s, beginning 1900s, rural areas weren't, you know, electrified, meaning, you know, they didn't have electrical service until sometimes the 1950s. So it was kind of a gradual process. And then from there, what we've seen happen is kind of exponential growth in the, in the amount of artificial or man-made EMFs that we're exposed to. And a lot of that has been the result of kind of the electronics um, you know, explosion, and then the whole advent of wireless and wireless technology. And so a lot of that's happened, you know, in the last 25, 30, 40 years, we've just seen, you know, this huge explosion in the growth of these artificial fields. And so a lot of scientists say that we're now actually exposed to levels of EMF that are literally like millions to billions of times stronger than what occurs naturally in nature. And so, you know, our bodies, you know, are not really well adapted to many of these fields. And what the science is showing is that, you know, there are detrimental health effects of all this additional exposure. And so what we do at Green Wave is try and help people figure out in their own homes or workplaces, how can they reduce? What are some steps they can take to reduce their exposure? And so that's kind of in a nutshell what we do and we can get into more of that later. But it's interesting because I got into this field not because I'm not an electrical engineer. I mean, you know, before I started doing this, I didn't even know that EMFs existed, you know, let alone that they, you know, could affect our health. And our, you know, my entry was more of a personal one than a work one. My husband at the time um, became electrically hypersensitive in 2006. 
you know, he kind of been, he worked in a field where he used technology a lot, where he was an early adopter of every technology. So the first cell phones that came out, you know, he had one and every iteration, you know, since then, and he was on it all the time. And then in 2006, and even a little bit before that, but very acutely in 2006, he became very hypersensitive. He started to notice it with his own cell phone. You know, when he had it to his head or was on long conversations, he just started to not feel very good. He started to get strange sensations, you know, kind of a heating sensation, which I think a lot of people will recognize if they are holding their phone to their head, you get kind of a heating sensation. Um, but he started noticing other things more cute. So lots of headaches, lots of weird kind of like prickly burning sensation, kind of facial flushing, um, just a, you know, a long list of symptoms. And so, and he pretty quickly began to, you know, notice when he had the symptoms when he didn't. And he started to make the correlation between those symptoms and his exposure, like to his cell phone or even sitting in front of the computer. But at that time, you know, uh, when we started to explore what was happening to him, because his condition and his symptoms kept getting worse and worse. And as we were trying to figure out what's going on, of course, we wanted to rule out everything else, you know, brain tumors, any of that kind of stuff. And um, at that time, there was a lot less information out there than there is now about this issue. And um, it's been very interesting to see what's happened in the last 10 to 15 years, because there, there has definitely been a growing awareness about this issue. I think especially as we see the rollout of 5G or fifth generation kind of cellular technology, more and more people are becoming aware of, you know, that this is a potential issue and are starting to kind of ask, you know, what can we do about it? <laughs> And so our company actually, I mean, what a lot of people don't know is there are different types of EMF pollution. People hear EMF or EMF pollution, they kind of assume it's one thing. There are actually different types and you can measure them. There are tools you can use to measure them in your environment. There are different tools for different types of EMF pollution. And oftentimes there are different, um, what we call mitigation strategies or solutions or things, steps you can take. Sometimes there's crossover between, you know, doing one thing is gonna reduce not only one type of EMF pollution, but a couple others. And sometimes they're very specific to the type of EMF pollution. So what we're about is kind of trying to help raise awareness that there is this thing called EMF pollution. It's one of the fastest growing pollutions that we have right now in our environment. Um, help them understand the different types, help them understand how they can measure EMF pollution if they want to, and then what are the steps they can take. And we've always, we got our start focusing on one particular type called dirty electricity. And now because we're getting so many questions about like the topic in general, we're expanding what we do to include education. The episode isn't quite over yet, listeners. Or YouTubers. If you haven't given us a like, subscribed, left us a review or commented on any platform, we would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the Magical Holistic Healing Arts. Remember, Kangen Water and our grab bag for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening and stay vibrant out there.